there's that awkward moment in interviews when the interviewer says to you, what are your salary expectations? And this is one of those questions that can be really tricky to deal with and can throw you off your game. So on today's episode, I'm going to share with you the ways to handle the salary expectations question. I'm Shelley Johnson, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. All right, Johnny, we have a listener question that's come through about how to deal with the salary in an interview. Can you hit us with it? Yes, I can, Shell. The question is from Ryan. So often job ads will have something like salary negotiable based on skills and experience. What are some tips on how to tackle this when applying for the role? I'm guessing opening the interview with salary demands is not the best tactic. And how do I handle the question, what's your salary expectations? Yeah, this is such a good question, Ryan. The first thing we need to do when we're thinking about this salary expectations part of the job interview is we need to research and get a ballpark figure. So I want you to get a sense of what are you aiming for when it comes to salary? What is it that you want? And the best way to do that is to do a bit of market research around what is that role paid externally? So you can jump on Hayes. I'm going to put some stuff in the show notes for you. Hayes have some great salary benchmarking data. You can look on Seek. You can look on Payscale. All of these websites will help you to start to get a figure in mind. And then what I want you to do is identify for yourself what is your ideal salary range. I don't want you to think about what is my salary figure. So I don't want you to go in and think, 90k, that's what I'm aiming for. I want you to get a range because when you go into the interview with a range, it gives you some room to move. And it also gives them, the interviewer or the hiring manager, flexibility. So what I want you to think through is, okay, my ideal salary range might be 80 to 120 or it might be 60 to 75. So the first step is figure out your range, write it down And then what we do from there is we communicate that, be it in the interview or sometimes, John, this really funny thing happens in application processes where the business might ask you in the application process to put your salary, ideal salary in. Mm. And that can be confronting. Absolutely. And it's like, because you don't know, you have no idea about the context either. Like where are they pitching in the market for salaries? Yeah. And and would you expect the, the business to be able to, give you that, what that salary might be in that first interview or is it something that you actually have to bring up? It's really, this is a really contentious issue at the moment. We're seeing a lot of people on LinkedIn and in different career communities talk about how employers should disclose the salary upfront, which I think is so true. Like they absolutely should be doing that, but a lot of places won't do that. So what you need to do is have done your prep work so that you can in confidence say what you expect. You definitely want to know by the first interview roughly the range. Let's say your expectations are I want to get paid 80K and you go into an interview and you realise that they're only paying 60K for that role. Well, it's just a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. So we want to know up front as much as we can but we don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot by coming across like we're too money hungry. Yeah, and and that's what I default to straight away. And and I actually went through this about 10 years or probably longer, 15 years ago, where I went through this interview process for a job as a gym manager when we first moved to the coast. And they actually didn't give me the salary until the last stage 
of the interview. So there's like three interviews and I stupidly didn't ask either. So do you ask in that first interview if you're not told? Here's how I would do it. Uh, can I just ask back to you, to your example, was the salary under what you expected? Yeah, we wasted everyone's time because it was under what I expected and I didn't want the job in the end. So yeah. Yeah. So that's a really good case study and something that happens a lot, right? I think we do need to ask in the first interview. So I would be saying, hey, my salary expectations are this. How does that align with what you're proposing for this role? And that doesn't sound too money focused when you ask that question? Well, no, I think you have to ask it towards the back end of the interview and by giving them a range. So let's say, John, you are interviewing me. You you have a new buyer's agent role going. I go through the interview. There's a lot of good vibes. There's a lot of good energy. And I say as one of my questions at the back end of the interview, hey, John, I really like to be upfront with this just to make sure that we're on the same page. In terms of salary, the range that I was looking for is between 60 and 75K. How does that fit with what you're budgeting for this role? Yeah, you're hired, Shell. It's yours. (laughs) 75K, please. So (laughs) the top end. (laughs) So I think what we need to do is we phrase it as this is what I'm expecting, but how does that fit with your budget? And then what we do is we give them permission to say, oh, look, that's a little bit higher than what I was anticipating. We're more looking at this and it becomes a discussion. It doesn't become a no, that's not on the table. Yeah, sure. No, I like that. And for Ryan, it's a great question, but, and for others, I suppose, how do you figure out what you are worth? Like, is it based on, gee, I've got this to run my life. I've got three kids and a mortgage. I need a hundred grand, but am I worth that? Like, how do you find that sweet spot? That is an amazing question. We're going to hit that straight after the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. John, you're bringing it home with the gold. How do you figure out what you're worth? This is really interesting. The first thing I would say is you need to know what the role is worth. Maybe you are worth as a person or what your budget demands because that's a separate issue. What is that role worth in the market typically? So let's say you're a marketing coordinator. That role might be paid externally 80K. So we need to understand that. And if you want 100K, that actually may be outside of what's reasonable for that particular role based on what the market is paying. So we need to know, well, what is the role worth? And then you can start to say, here's what the role might be worth. Here's all the extra things that I've done in my background experience that I can show and speak to tangible results that mean that I can deliver extra value and therefore I should be paid 10k above the market rate which means I'm aiming for 90 grand whatever that is I I guess my point is first you need to know what the role's worth because I've seen a lot of people John come into interviews and 
they want a particular salary that's totally outside the realms of affordability. So it has to be still affordable or still doable for the business. So we need to have, that's why I go back to give them a range, give them some buffer or room to work within. And it gives you kind of that flexibility. And if they can't meet your salary expectations, what I want you to do is have other options. Like, would you consider a nine day fortnight or would you consider a compressed work week where I can work four long days instead of five full days? So you can have these other avenues that you approach if they can't meet that salary. Yeah. So in that, when you are discussing that, would you then be looking to, okay, is there upside in terms to increase the pay as I go? Is the performance-based bonuses, et cetera? Totally. You can have all of those discussions and questions around, okay, well, if it can't meet that salary, would I be able to be considered for a a review at six months? I think all of this stuff is really important. And my final piece of advice just to close would be practice saying your salary expectations in front of the mirror practice it or practice saying it in the car because the big thing we need to do is say it with confidence because if I come to you John in that buyer's agent interview and say to you oh I'm looking for um maybe something around the 60 to 75 but I'm I'm open and if I come to you and I'm really tentative you're not going to think that I'm worth that yeah I love that so confidence in whatever price point you come in at exactly 100% hey well that's all we've got time for we've smashed out this is such a big conversation we could have done two parts on this but if you enjoyed this episode go over to my millennial career there's a lot of stuff around salary expectations on our other podcast thanks for hanging out you're listening to my millennial daily My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.